What's up, Pimpin' fam? How y'all doing? <laughs> Good, I hope so. Today, Kim and I had a great conversation on many things. We talked a bit about self-confidence, fears, thoughts surrounding current social issues, and how we are so thankful to God for Jesus. As usual, we had a lot of laughs, and we hope you'll enjoy this too. All right, let's get into it. Yo, what's up, Pigmentive fam? How y'all doing? (laughs) Okay, I'm done, I'm done. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, hope y'all are all having a wonderful day. Uh, This is like take 17 of me and Emily (laughs) doing this this recording. The amount of episodes Um, we've recorded. (laughs) And haven't posted. It's actually getting kind of embarrassing now. (laughs) Oh, God. We'll have a blooper reel coming at y'all for real because why not? Right? Why not? Right? There's a lot of funny moments for that. There's some good moments in there. There's some good pockets of joy. Yeah. Right? But yeah, we're currently filming on the day, what was it, Spring Forward or something like that? Like Daylight Savings? Yeah. Yup. How you you feeling? Because I was a little lethargic Um, yesterday for mm. some reason. I don't know why it was yesterday, not today. Um, Mm. But yeah, my family is feeling a little tired, not going to lie. Yeah? Yeah, they were saying that. Maybe because I slept in and I just didn't feel it. <laughs> I mean, I woke up for church, but... Right. <laughs> um, Pointed your toes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay, this girl, so this girl the pastor... I watched Elevation said- Church, right? <laughs> and the pastor Stephen was like, all right, I want everybody to stand up. And I was like, Because mm. <laughs> I was, I literally just like rolled over, grabbed my phone and put on church. <laughs> And then he was like, stand up. So I just like pointed my toes. <laughs> and if that was me standing, I was like, well, That's I gotta do good. something if I'm not gonna stand up, you know. It's close enough. You had, the heart was behind it, I think. We, we, I don't a, even know if it was. I'll give you like a B minus for effort. Or maybe. Thank you. It's still a pass. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I'll man. Take it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> just thinking about even, yeah, everything that's been going on lately. I was kind of thinking mm-hmm. about it yesterday. Summer's coming up, you know? Um, yeah, it is. It is. And it's nice. You know, there's a lot of people who mm-hmm. are, like, really stoked for summer. But I got to be, like, I'll keep it candid with you. Yeah. I'm a little nervous for summer. I always have this, like, Why? internal. I just have this, like, internal fear that comes up around summertime of, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wear, like, 17 baseball caps, like, a freaking parka. Oh like, you know what I'm saying? Just to avoid getting dark. A parka? You trying to overheat? <laughs> Just to avoid getting darker, like it's like oh, it's actually a real struggle, you know. I just get yeah. like I like oh man, I love the warmer months, and I do yeah. love like what I can do in summer. Like I love hiking so much yeah. and going out photography, all those different things. But like the idea of summer, I'm like oh shoot, like I'm gonna get darker. As I like the winter time because yeah. like, my complexion lightens up, like it's like my real oh, my complexion yeah. kind of a thing, and I feel more confident for some reason, which is like mm. super duper messed up because then. Yeah. yeah it's just really it's really messed up but that's Dang. like a fear of mine you know mm-hmm. so let me break it up mean, sunscreen that... hide in the shadows <laughs> no stop that <laughs> listen to me kimberly your melanin <laughs> is beautiful okay it's beautiful oh, you were designed that way on purpose though it seems to be a hill you have to climb it is a part of your beauty not a setback okay it's a part of your beauty. I appreciate 157%, it. 157%, okay? And, and you know what? Oh. 
it's it's gonna have to be a journey like this is gonna happen instantly for sure because i don't think i was always confident in my skin either um and we already talked about that on like the first episode like briefly but Mm -hmm. i think what started what kind of started me on that like self-love journey or appreciation for the skin that i'm in is firstly like accepting compliments and not being like Mm -hmm. no no i'm a piece of trash and then just whatever like saying like yeah thank you just saying thank you to do a lot because if you're accepting it then you're like okay you're it kind of goes in that mental process of accepting that is true so let's practice mm-hmm. you're beautiful <laughs> okay <laughs> are you too active? <laughs> i don't know what sound what that was i'm so sorry um, um wait let me try again i thought i was in stranger things <laughs> Girl, your melanin is popping and the sun brings out your beauty. Thank you. <laughs> We're off to a good start. Okay. We'll get there eventually. Um, and another thing you can do, baby, is like <laughs> look in the mirror and just tell yourself that you're beautiful. Just do that or be like, girl, you look good today. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that I have no problem doing. Sometimes I look at myself yes. in the mirror, not trying to be confused yes. at all. That came out Girl, so me arrogant. Too. I did that about 24. Every time I passed the mirror today, I winked at myself. I'm not right? even playing. Me too. I'll come back and be like, ooh, you are killing. Who I is she? Like, I was like, girl, how you coming out of winter with your summer body already? Right? Wow. Right? <laughs> I was like, Yo. I got my, my Nike leggings on right now. Come on, you yes. want to be crop top? Yes, feel yourself. With my little ponytail. You mm-hmm. go, sis. Honestly, I look like a bum sometimes. And I'll just pass by the mirror and be like, ooh, she cute. And your sweatpants Still over like there she... looking ripped up yeah. at the bottom. Yes. Giving oh, me everything. Please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Girl, for real, you're beautiful. And you know what also helped with that? Mm. Was changing what I was listening to. Okay, wait. Explain. Songs feed in because me and you were very similar in the way that songs influence us greatly yeah 100 percent. and music is a huge part of our lives so mm. one thing that i did was i started listening to the queens the black queens of of music um mm. for more not from like the 60s i mean i listened to the ones from the 60s too but that's on a different playlist anyways right. regardless <laughs> um i made a playlist with like jill scott erica badu Ooh, yes. solange um, who good. else is in there? Indie, um, Indie, Indie Ari. Ari. Yeah, yes, Indie Ari. With them in that in that playlist, and honestly, listening to that whenever I felt like listening to it, because their music it just sounds good too. But then right. even when you don't realize, the lyrics seep into your psyche. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to stuff that might be like making your self identity or self confidence dependent on someone else, but these ones are right. like. I'm good me. I'm good being me. I know I'm not a size two, but like I look great and I'm so happy right. with who I am. Like right. I'm gonna throw a party by myself. Like even mm. even um Ari Lennox is in there too. She got some good, good self-love songs too. I'm gonna send you that playlist because it's good. Yes, please. Um, but I actually made it for a friend and then I started listening to it like all the time too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, music definitely helps. And you know what? It's also in there. Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce because yes. the first time I listened to that song, I actually cried. Oh. And I don't cry often. I do not cry often. For Only really? very like big things. Yeah, I it was playing in the car. 
I don't even remember who I was with. I think I was either with my family or with my friends. I don't remember, but I was in the very back of this van. And it, <laughs> sounds that sounded really bad. <laughs> of this van this white van I knew, the <laughs> I knew the people in the van right. okay. I knew the driver I knew the passengers they didn't give me candy I promise I wasn't lured into the car <laughs> I hear you I they didn't give you. me candy they just offered me gum so it's different right um <laughs> so I was anyways I was in the back of a van I don't remember who was driving but I knew that I knew them okay Still and that song came on okay. the radio <laughs> Okay, so I was in the back of this van, and the song came on. I think it was like just released at the time, and and they were just listening to the radio, and that song came on, and I was just like mm. sitting there. I was like, ooh, this is kind of groovy, and I listened to like the song, like the the words to the song, right? And I was like, oh, I've never heard these things said about me before. Wow! And I just like started crying. <laughs> I was really just like quietly crying in the back of this van. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't say anything. I was just at the back <laughs> wiping my tears. Because <laughs> I was like, the the lyrics for this song mm. are just so like they're almost like a lullaby. Right. In a, right. in a way. And I was like, oh. I felt like I was a little kid being like told by my parents of how beautiful I am and how rich my complexion is and how like it was just so it was so nice I love that I think that's something that we really do need though in our childhood is is to get told those things like I think kids need that affirmation because I mean you'll go to school for example and like little kids are so disrespectful Heckful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll start up seeing you like, you're ugly. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's so true. Wait, what? Yeah, so, like, and then you go home and nobody's kind of, like, um, I don't know, take, I don't know what the words are. I'm, I'm struggling here. But, like, like, taking away those words, you know? Like, or, mm. or affirming you in, in your beauty. And there's actually this one YouTube yeah. channel that I watch. I think it's called Belief in Fatherhood, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I had to watch a TED Talk for one of my classes. Uh, I think it was, mm. like, one of my psychology classes. And um, mm. there, we had to watch this TED Talk. And the guy in it, he's he's a father. But in the, in the, in the TED Talk, he was talking about um, being a stay-at-home father. And, like, what that mm. meant for his identity and all those different things. And, like, how, mm-hmm. you know, his wife is a strong black woman, you know, thriving. And their kids <laughs> are beautiful, you know. And he, like, talked yeah. to mom with his kids and, like, what that was like for their family dynamic. Um, mm. And on his YouTube channel, I just love how real the the videos are. And there was mm. one where he was, like, affirming his daughter and how beautiful she yeah. is. And teaching teaching his sons, like, hey, you got to call your sister beautiful. Like, your, your sister's beautiful. Like, Aww. make sure that you tell her that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and then he took, there's one moment where he took her into the, like, into the outside, and the sun was mm-hmm. shining on her face, and he's like, see, you're popping. Like, you're Melanie, you look beautiful. Like, look at, look yeah. at the sun radiating off your face. Like, you're saying things like that. And he's like, now say that I'm beautiful. Like, he was saying, it was things like that. And then there was one moment where she went, like, oh, um, my, my hair, um, yeah. I don't like my hair. It looks bad. And Aww. he was like, no, don't say that. Your hair is beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you are beautiful. Yeah. If you don't say that. And, like, he got yeah. his like, like his sons to, like, kind of affirm her. It's, 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 they're just such a cute family. So I highly recommend yeah. looking at that. And they talk about, like, real issues, too, like, with race and stuff as well. Like, yeah. there are kids. Um, there was one kid at the park or something that had called their kids, like, saying that black people are bad. Like, don't play oh, with dear. them. 
kind of a kid oh, and, and they have a they have a white nanny and mm-hmm. um she ended up calling the parents and she was really like just in awe that kids yeah. could be like that and she was super yeah. like like oh man it was just it was interesting to yeah, see yeah. them go through all the emotions like mm-hmm. either their white nanny go through her emotions and how she yeah. was defending the kids and how she had to speak to a kid as an adult mm-hmm. and kind of tell them like your parents lied when they said that to you or that your parents were in the wrong when they said that to you and then yeah. like going home and having to speak to the kids as well and the parents having to speak to the kids and the parents having to speak to the nanny and it's like mm-hmm. yeah i highly recommend checking out their, their YouTube channel though yeah how do kids even learn that stuff because like we don't come out the womb like accusing people of being a certain way because of what they look like. I it's, know. Like we didn't even realize. I mean, I didn't even realize my, I guess, my place in this right. world until mm-hmm. someone was like, "Why are you brown?" And I'm like, "Oh, um, I, oh, I, I get, oh, I, I don't know. I am. Um, <laughs> Why aren't no. you brown?" Right? No, seriously, <laughs> like, literally. Uh, and um, oh, okay, actually, so M, you sent me that video yeah. with Randall right yeah um, yeah that, that yeah. video from this is from us, this is us. Yo, my mom loves that show and i used to watch it until okay spoiler alert until the one thing happened with the dad i won't i won't spoil it too much but the one thing happened with the dad and i legit called my parents and i cried to my mom oh, no. like for a good five minutes and i was just a blubbering yeah. fish like i couldn't even talk like it was just like i love you guys so 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 so, so you know you're doing that kind of crying oh. yeah. <laughs> so i called them oh and then that was like the last episode that i watched but she's been watching it and it's kind of cool because they've yeah. been walking through the issues right they like they have. Issue- yeah so kind of explain that scene maybe for people who haven't seen it because it hit yeah. me hard yeah so um i totally should have rewatched it before this conversation but mm-hmm. so right now I guess since a lot of the social unrest in the States, um, the show, This Is Us, really reflects or, or discusses stuff that's happening in the world around them. Um, <clears throat> in like a productive, um, or not really productive, but proactive way that actually s- speaks to the actual emotions and thoughts that genuine human beings are having and not just like mm-hmm. for the sake of writing a script. Um, right. And in this one scene, and one of the more recent episodes in this season, um, Randall, who is a black man in who was adopted into a white family, um, is having this conversation with his sister, uh, his adopted sister, or no, he's adopted. Anyways, he's having a conversation with his sister, who is a white woman, and I guess she comes up to apologize to him for, I guess stuff that's happening with the black lives matter movement yeah um and he kind of gets she's she's like visibly upset and Mm. he kind of expressed that he's so used to comforting them comforting his family um to be like it's okay it's okay then he's like if i'm here comforting you where does that leave me because i'm always the one to (laughs) like this is about you and i'm not gonna be yeah spending all my my energy trying to yeah so anyways i mm. i watched that like little it was like a three minute little monologue that he had where he was mm. just like expressing his his heart on how he's been feeling through his whole life because he felt like he couldn't talk about stuff that mattered to him because he lived in a white household Dang. um and i was like oh my gosh like i i really <laughs> i i watched that scene and was just like so in awe of the fact that they just captured it 
I, I was know. like, y'all really nailed so that. Well. So well. Like, that's yeah. really, not that I've lived in a white household, but I guess I can speak to a bit about being in a white majority country and being yeah. in predominantly white spaces and having yeah. predominantly white friends. That's something that I think me and you can both say that we've experienced and have always been ones to be like, it's okay. Like, right? don't, like to be comforting our white friends when they're distraught by our experiences. It baffles my mind that like, like when I watched that scene, I literally was like in tears almost. Cause yeah. it was, it, like it just hit me so hard. Cause I was like, that that is what I feel like yeah. most times. And, and then he said too, he's like, what he was like, I don't want to see you upset. And that was mm -hmm. the one thing. And I, I feel that. And I, I mean, like, lots yeah. of people be like, well, you know, like people can be, be upset. Like, I want to see you cry kind of thing. Or like, you need to be mad or whatever. I don't care. Like how you feel. Like yeah. it's not about you kind of a thing. Um, but I also kind of resonate with that because you, I don't want to see people. No. Like white friend, yeah. My white friend's upset. I, I don't want to. But at the same <laughs> yeah. time, it's like, what he was saying like if i'm comforting you how then what about me like and i'm yeah. not trying to be selfish in any way but it's just like where are you at and i, I went through this yeah. even time period too where i was upset with one of my friends um when this mm -hmm. whole thing happened yeah i was upset because i was like oh shoot like there were several people who just didn't know what to say and she even said it in, in the in the in the scene she said mm -hmm. i don't want to say the wrong thing mm -hmm. I think in those scenarios, it's just so helpful to just listen, like even just to yeah. reach out and be like, hey, this is happening in the world. It's yeah. happened before. Right. But how it's are you doing on. right now? Yeah. And and even said he's like, he's like, we've been living together for like over like we've known each other and we've <laughs> been around each other for like over 40 years and you have not said yeah. anything. And now this is happening and it's not the first time it's happening, but you right. haven't said anything before. And now you're upset, like yeah. kind of a thing. And I get yeah. where the pain comes from in that. And I've even I think that's where I was also coming from, too, with this friend who was like, mm -hmm. wow, like you haven't said nothing. And then even when we had right. that conversation, they were like, oh, I didn't want to like. Like, I wanted to give you your space. And it's like, I, there's, people need different things. Some people need space in certain right. things, but I don't think this is an issue where people need space. Like, you need, no. actually, they need comfort and they need, yeah, they need conversation and they need a listening yeah. ear. Like, there, it's, I think people underestimate how therapeutic it is to talk about your experiences and to talk mm, about what you've been through. Real. You don't have to solve my issues. Like, you really don't have to provide, <laughs> no. a, like, you don't have the yeah. answer, honey. Like, and you need it. <laughs> you, you cannot know? solve this institution. No. Something you that you can't bear. <laughs> you really can't. I can't solve it. You can't solve it. I'm no. asking you to do that, you know? But, yeah. like, just to listen to me and, and, and not, don't gaslight my issue. Like, don't tell right. me that it didn't happen or don't tell me that you can't oh feel like that. Don't gosh. do that ish. That why, happened in another conversation. That happened in another conversation with me. I almost Kimberly, got that person loose. Me too. Right? <laughs> Girl. And then forgiveness. <laughs> and then forgiveness comes into play. And I, I've been wrestling yeah. with that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah just cause it just comes back to the whole thing. Like, just be a listening ear mm -hmm. and just hear me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. hear people, like, reach out to people no matter how uncomfortable it is for you. Because is it, is it you wanting space or yeah. is it you not wanting to say the wrong thing or is it you just not mm -hmm. being okay with, like, an uncomfortable conversation and now all of a sudden you feel like that conviction and, and like, you feel right. bad. Is it, is it you even feeling bad for what's going on or feeling bad for not reaching out or feeling bad for not mm -hmm. talking about it in the first place? Like, that's just what I, the thoughts yeah. that came up and the questions that came up after watching that scene. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, none of this in, like, any way to make right. pe people feel condemned or whatever the case might be. Like, I'm not trying to do that. No, but I think it's something to be addressed because there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of, I guess, conversation around it, but or I guess lack of conversation around it. Mm -hmm. um, and 
what I loved about that scene was that it didn't beat around the bush around our feelings. It was just like, no. this is literally how I feel. And I don't know what to say. Because it, it, it showed that tension of the, the relationship, the history of the relationship that they had. Knowing right. that this person cares for you, but also noticing that they have their own set of biases and ignorance on your own experience mm -hmm. that you now have to try and not even educate them, but just just show that to them yeah. and be like, I, I get that you're trying to show that you care and I get that you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do, but it this has been going on forever and why yeah. are you just saying this now? And I'm um, tired. Right, right. So I don't know. And I feel like part of that, that overall conversation, Nisha just be with the other people uh, the other person within that that um, conversation or in that mm -hmm. scenario to just understand another person's experience as valid and not right. that not that that person is validating that other person's experience because they, they cannot do that mm -hmm. like my experience is valid without you validating it however it's just a point of understanding and to your point about not gaslighting and telling you that it mm -hmm. never happened and that like no sorry <laughs> no, no that doesn't happen here yeah um like that's not helpful at all so no. counterproductive um yeah. even so yeah even like another thing too that came up in that video was when she was like i'm sorry for what is ha like for what's happening and he's like okay what are you sorry about like are you sorry about like like that part yeah. hit me too because i it's so awkward to me when i come to someone and i'm like okay like like th these are some of the racist things that have happened to me or like some of the experiences that I've yeah. had that I've had and my family has had and they're like I'm sorry that that's happened and it's like well I mean thank you yeah. but like I, yeah. I don't know what to say to that I, and I, it's hard I think I don't know if there's any resources out there necessarily to know how to respond to certain things but I, don't think I guess like there. we could talk to what's helped us I guess even or what yeah. could possibly help us when it comes to interactions with people and I think mm -hmm. when somebody shares their experience just being I know we're like social distance and all those different things, but if it's someone who's like within your bubble, for me personally, what helps mm. me is just like a hug or like just mm. like like just listening, like silence. People are uncomfortable mm -hmm. with silence, but silence helps. Mm -hmm. Just like letting it be in the moment and not having to mm -hmm. affirm it in a sense. Um, yeah. Because you don't have to affirm my experience. I just want you to hear it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, just just being just being there and showing yeah. that you care, ask questions, like, how did that make you feel? Even if it sounds like a, a redundant question, like, some people it's don't know how not. to, <laughs> it's probably not, like, some people don't know how to yeah. express those kinds of things, and just being like, yeah, how did that experience make me, make you feel, like, was there any follow-up to it, like, um, mm. what did you, what do you wish could have happened in that, yeah. even if it sounds redundant, you know what I mean, those kind of, those questions yeah. might sound stupid to some people, but so I mean, they actually care about what you're even saying. Literally, yeah. Um, I 100% agree with that. Um, and I would also, I guess, add to that for myself and just say that, okay, so <laughs> how I would kind of, I guess, what I would need in those situations, um, isn't necessarily a hug because physical touch is not one of my <laughs> love languages. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, if I don't know you, why are you touching me? <laughs> uh, if I met you last week, why are you touching me? Um, Hands off. Use your words. Um, <laughs> Use your words. Uh, Be a big girl. Use your words. I love words. how different we are in that way. I really do. <laughs> I know. Except with certain people that like 
it was certain individuals that like I'm very close to or like I know that that's their way of love language like that's their love language that I'm like okay to reciprocate that right um so if I've given you a hug and initiated that you know you're a special person um (laughs) but I think just not being dismissive when I'm speaking about my experience Mm. it irks me and really solidifies the amount of privilege that happens in a a conversation for me Mm. um that that I want to um yeah sure um I'm usually one to listen 100% to what you're saying and what you're talking about your experience I will listen Mm -hmm. you're talking about your day I will sit there and listen to you Mm. I will try not to look at my phone you really will I can I can I will listen Mm -hmm. and I'll ask follow-up questions and be like oh explain more about that even if I could care less how many pennies you found on your trip today I will ask more questions right right um but some people that I've had interactions with will be like, okay, so how, what was your experience with this? Or like, how was that like mm-hmm. uh, when this happened to you? And then you would you would either speak, they would cut you off and move to something else. Mm-hmm. Or they would just be like, mm, okay. Or, or <laughs> sometimes they would just good. stare at you blankly and not say a thing. And then you just feel the need to keep on talking. And you're like, so yeah, that's how I feel. And like, because I didn't say anything, you feel the need to like validate your experience by yeah. bringing proof as to why it was valid. And not awkward. even that it was just uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable, but it's also just like, I have to explain myself now after yeah. I said that I felt pain because of this. Yeah. So just again, with the listening point and just not being dismissive of my experience in terms of like shutting it down or cutting me off or, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know, trying to illegitimize my experience uh, or experiences. So, yeah, that's probably what helps me most because I like I'm a conversational person, I guess. Mm -hmm. I like to I like to be in conversation. She's like, she's like, let's let's speak. Don't touch me. Um, Yeah, I I hear I hear what you're saying. No, 100 percent. And I think like, yeah, we all I think it's even asking that person, like, how can I support you right now, too? And like, Mm. how can I? I don't know, like, what can I, yeah, just asking them if you're unsure. Like, yeah. I feel like it's oftentimes it's so easy to just, like, dismiss a conversation or, like, walk mm-hmm. away from one because it's, like, you either don't know what to do. But if you don't know what to do, right. it's okay to ask questions. Like, I don't think that person would be like, oh, mm-hmm. oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know? <laughs> and, whatever, like, leave so. the conversation learning, having learned something, too, yeah. about your friend or about your acquaintance or whoever that was. 100%. Um. Yeah, and then you build a better understanding about the world around you because we may have these lovely rose-colored glasses about what this world is or what our society is or what, um, from our experience, what this world has. But to another person's experience, it may look nothing like that. It may look nothing like that. Because maybe if you don't know what it's like to be followed around in a grocery store, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen, you know? Nah, for real. Like, And we can probably count the amount of times that that have happened to us. Right, it's it's true. And people are sh- baffled, shocked. What? You, I literally would go to like I don't even know Home Depot's, Lowe's, mm. Rona's with my mom, mm. and like this one dude I remember vividly. This old white dude was just standing there with his car. I don't even know if he worked there. He had nothing in his cart. I don't know if he was a secret shopper or whatever. I don't even know what he was. But he was just standing at the end of the aisle, not looking. He wasn't even like, you know, the point where it's like the aisles are kind of in like a T. Like there's a long aisle yeah. and there's a 
the intersecting aisles that keep kind of going like this. Yeah. So I know y'all can't see my hand gestures, but anyways, at the end of the aisles, how there's like another aisle at the end of that that kind of runs the other way. Mm -hmm. So he was just standing in that like T intersection of the aisles. It was just like watching us there. Honor. Not buying anything, not looking at anything on the shelf, just watching. And then we're like, okay. You know how com okay. uncomfy that is? Like... And then he, when we went down the aisle to close to where he was, he looped back around to the other end of the aisle and just stood from the other side. And watched you? Like, and just watch. He wasn't, I don't even know if he was buying anything, just watching. Like, can I help And this you? happens all the time by staff, sometimes by customers who think it's their duty to watch and make sure the black people aren't stealing stuff. <laughs> like, I, I literally I, I didn't know we had neighborhood watch in, in the grocery stores like what it is my right this as happens. a citizen to protect our country <laughs> okay <laughs> to protect all the missing screws and nuts and bolts from this aisle like for real yeah no I know I know what you're saying um this is real life it's uncomfortable man like and even just yeah. thinking like I, I'm I mean I'm kind of changing the, the conversation a little bit like the topic but Thinking That's about right. recent events, my mind's on the news and all these different things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And the story with Sarah, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Because, like, Sarah mm -hmm. Ever, Everyard, Everyard, I probably mispronounced that. I but anyways, um, her name's Sarah. I'm sure okay. people have heard about her story. And if you haven't, look it up. Just look up Sarah UK and her story will come up right away. But she was a 33-year-old mm -hmm. woman who got, like, mm -hmm. who got murdered. But it's like this, she was walking home from a friend's flat in the UK. And it's like... Mm -hmm that alone is something that i that's also been on my mind because remember i mm -hmm. i mean we're always talking about how we can only speak from our like right. our lens our perspective or whatever yeah um and it's like yeah we could speak to experiences our experiences as black people but also our experiences as black women and just yeah, women double whammy <laughs> i know it's like it's double like a, whammy yeah we got the best of both worlds you know we got the best <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's like even that story i was like checking it out and um something else happened recently too like in my in the hometown that i live in there was a lady who got like sexually assaulted on her run and oh it's like gosh. things like that that scared me like they like i, yeah. I didn't go running because i love running and i didn't yeah. go jogging running nothing for yeah. a while i actually haven't been out on a run on that trail that happened because i used to go on that trail actually before oh, that snap. happened i didn't go after that for like a hot minute and then like oh now i've been going on like walks with my dad because like yeah. i don't know like i love going on walks with my dad i'll go sometimes by myself but those times yeah. when i do go on my, by myself it'll be broad daylight m and oh, i straight yeah. up will like be faking phone calls like the oh one time gosh. i just had a fake conversation by myself because like this one do dude oh the sketchy man kind of passed by and i was so oh my, scared no, no. i was so scared i literally like the the fear that goes and it's yeah. broad daylight this isn't a like not even just out in the middle of nowhere this is like yeah there's several homes but then you know that whole bystander effect i don't know if you know much about it but it's like mm, oh yeah yeah right like people mm -hmm. i doubt that anybody would do anything for me like i probably wouldn't right mm -hmm. so that scares me so even i that had a conversation mm -hmm. and i had a conversation i had to have a conversation with my brother even too yeah. and i was like listen you gotta like as a dude these are some of the things yeah. that you want to do um you know to make sure that women around you feel safe and like mm -hmm. Also, this is something that I go through. Like, not even, like, you can yeah. read the story in the news, but, like, this is what your sister is also going through. Yeah. As I'm walking the streets, this is how I feel and the things that I mm -hmm. think about. So, 
educate your friends as well because wow that's really good you know but those conversations are really difficult because it's even like they do need to be had but it's like because as much as we can like as much as we can just like teach our girls to no self-defense which is great mm. great to know mm-hmm. i took a self-defense class you did mm-hmm. in high you school go. y'all i did it for yes. grade 11 and grade 12 great time we learned brazilian jiu-jitsu so oh teach me you girls ready <laughs> <laughs> come at me bro <laughs> actually don't but like yeah. <laughs> if you did a lot of times i was just up. waiting for someone to try to choke me out just so i could throw them to the ground for real though <laughs> i'm gonna snatch your weave i'll snatch your weave real quick <laughs> um but as much as it's good to like teach the girls to defend themselves and teach them the tricks of like keep your headphones out and make sure that you i don't know put your key in your knuckle or whatever yeah we need to be teaching the dudes the next generation of grown men to like not be doing these things for real like Uh, like, you know i uh, i hear what you're saying like my uncle let's get to the root of the problem like my uncle straight up got me like like a rape whistle for Christmas. Like that was a gift. Yeah, my aunt gave me some some security thing where you put it on your keychain and you pull it and it'll yep. do like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine yeah. too. That's fine too. We got the yeah, like a couple you know weeks saying? ago. She gave it but to that's me. Like, that's what we like uh, I don't know. That's our reality. As terrifying as that is. It's not the first person that this has happened to, like the Sarah situation. No, no, it's not. We're still having these conversations, bro. I just, yeah. And I don't know. I, it might sound pessimistic, but I honestly don't know if it's ever going to change until Jesus comes back and takes everybody <laughs> away. <laughs> because there's just so much evil in this world. And Straight I don't up. know. I, I, it'll, if if one problem goes away, another will come up and manifest in a different way. Right. So, I we're always. Or there's have those like. Or there's those like. It's funny because I think it's like there's like a difference between like a struggle and a stronghold, and I feel like mm. those situations Woo. that we're talking about right now are like strongholds. Because think about how yeah. we're having these conversations: the women right move, the women's rights movements, and then we got the civil rights movements, and For it's like real. eventually. I mean. Like, uh, what's his face? Wow. Like, Randall was saying in the thing, like, you get tired um, of having mm-hmm. these conversations. And it's like, yeah, we got to change. We got to change yeah. the way that we're talking about things. Like mm-hmm. you're saying. And we've been saying it, the whole, like, educate your sons and not, mm-hmm. like, your daughters. I feel like that's kind of, I wouldn't say it's something recent that we've been talking about. But, Mm-mm. I mean, we got to go past the whole talking about things. We got to, we got to actually, we got to do it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The action behind it. Absolutely. And like men also have to be educating their friends as well and shutting Absolutely. down things that ain't right. Because that's so true. We can have all these conversations, but if you're not, if your homie is like making these jokes right. that are not it, you know, like. Yeah. It starts with the little jokes. Yeah. It Yo, starts with the little stuff. I was thinking. Because then it just confirms for the, 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 uh, the radical people that it's okay. No, and it's funny. I was even thinking about it too the other day, and I was like, I was I was upset about something, something. Yeah, I, I think it was concerning something with, I forget. Um, <laughs> but but in my head, I was like, okay, so someone had made a joke, right? But the joke mm-hmm. rubbed me the wrong way, mm-hmm. and um, I am pretty good at brushing things off. Like I'll laugh things yeah. off, I'll let it go. But if it sticks with me, then it's something that actually like legitimately struck a nerve for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll try to let it go for real. But like 
someone had said something and I'm like, I was thinking about jokes and I was like, jokes can be great. I love laughing. Honestly, comedy Me movies too, like, girl. Right? comedians, like you go, I wish I could be one, you know I what I'm know. saying? Like they are, they're cool. But, we like, can do it. Let's go on the road. You think? Yo, it's a hard <laughs> knock life out there. People would roast us. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> It's not oh, yeah. for the weak hearted. Nah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Emmy, we probably well, anyways. Um, I just like I was thinking about. I was like, shoot, like behind every joke, I feel like there's a bit of truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, my one hundred percent. That's kind of what yeah. makes it funny. Yeah, that's what makes it funny. Literally, but but then you gotta really think about the jokes that you're laughing at, and yeah. what that's affirming for somebody, yeah. like the belief and stuff. That that's yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can find my my thoughts because oh yes, I thought um, jokes are always rooted in some kind of truth, right? Um, in the sense, mm-hmm. in the sense that what we're talking about, like we have some belief of that to be true in order for us to form a joke out of it, like right. find something to joke to right. joke about. It. You know, what I'm, uh, words it has to make but sense yeah. for us to laugh. Exactly. So. Mm. What jokes are we making right now that are probably ones we need to delete, rebuke? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, get yep. rid of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of them. Right? Lots of them. For real. But, That's I mean, why, man. I know. And I, th- another thing, too, is, like, whenever, whenever we're thinking about what to talk about on here, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, the topic of race. I'm like, I mean, because we talk about everything. There's so much to We want to talk about everything, at least. But, yeah. The fact is, there's a lot of things that are going on in the world right now, like the George Floyd mm-hmm. trial and Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor. It's been a year. Still going over a on. Year. Why is that still going? <sighs> What's that shrug emoji? You see this? Yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what I'm feeling right now because. Those are it's reminders just... to me that some people literally could care less to defend an obvious person. Like, like, literally, the girl was asleep in her bed. I know. And they're still finding ways <laughs> to to excuse murder and blame it on other people who had little to no part in in that murder. I know. And I was talking to my dad, and he was the... Yeah. I think I mentioned it possibly to you yesterday when we were kind of just uh-huh. chatting. Um, but he was like, you know he wakes up every day and he's like he realizes the like it's gonna sound weird to say this but like the privilege that he does have Mm. i mean small p privilege but privilege nonetheless he's like yo you have to wake up every day and realize the 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 benefits of life that we have you know the things that we do have um Mm -hmm. like for example we have a privilege right now to be recording this we have that's true the privilege to wake up in the morning you know and not fear someone barging into our house and you know, like mm-hmm. shooting us dead in our bed. Sorry to be graphic, but like, and then well, we also have the privilege, sometimes. right? And we got the privilege to walk outside and go on a walk. Like I go on a walk, and sure, yeah. I may fear the whole like assault or whatever, but I don't fear mm-hmm. getting shot. You know, things yeah. like that. Like that's so true. You know, so he was he was talking about things like that. He's like, you got to realize, just wake up grateful, because the thing is, we wake up and and we have the news being shoved down our throats, and we have all these negative yeah. messages. And if you're meditating and, and sitting on that, because all meditation yeah. is, is is really cycling it around in your brain. So if That's you're so if true. you're sitting there cycling these negative thoughts, you're gonna be so angry, fam. Like so angry. <laughs> yeah. Like if I just hold yeah. on to some of the things that I'm thinking, like if I look at the news and and mm-hmm. sit on that, like I will be a bitter yeah. person. You know, absolutely one thousand percent. Right? Especially so. if there's no sign of change. Then, of course. 
it's discouraging almost, you know? Well, not almost, it is. 12 million percent. <laughs> <laughs> These numbers are just astronomical. astronomical. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe think of that like, one what verse. What are you supposed to do? What's that one verse? It's like the suffering, perseverance. Hold up. I'm gonna see if I yeah. Can. You know what I'm um, Yes. Suffering leads to perseverance. Perseverance yeah. leads to character yeah. and character something. Hope? I think hope. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, okay, I found it. Um, okay. So saying, okay, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops yeah, character, so cool. a, a strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And even when I think mm-hmm. of those times when I'm feeling like super help- hopeless um, mm-hmm. after looking at the news or whatever the case might be, or looking at, like you said, things that haven't changed, it's mm-hmm. like just kind of resting on the fact. Sometimes I have to remind myself even like, yo, Jesus suffered a lot on earth. Mm-hmm. And as a Christ follower, you know, it's not going to be easy for us either. Like we will endure mm-hmm. trials, but mm-hmm. do you have this hope? Like what you were saying, I mean, until Jesus comes and takes away. You know, he's got kind of <laughs> Literally, that's thrive, my hope. Thrive how he <laughs> can. Hope like he just comes and wipes it all clean. Because for real. I literally think about all the time, the amount of, I think I was telling you this the other day, like, I think about how much injustice God sees. Like we're only seeing the stuff that's yeah. been televised and posted and shared and retweeted or is happening directly to us or to our friends. Sheesh. Like that's all we're seeing. So to see the stuff that's going unreported, to see the stuff that hasn't been talked about, to see it happen throughout like all time and, and have the amount of control not to just flood right? the earth every day. <laughs> <laughs> some minus all you're saying like, like yeah for like real. an etch a sketch and just shake it all clean again like, <laughs> do you, like i literally think about that all the time like if he right. sees everything from all time wow how, and we're pissed off can you imagine yeah. Woo! Woo! no for real and 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 he has so what? much grace like this grace yeah. period that wow. we're in god is oh, i'm so- shook unbelievably good to not rail down like rain down massive 12 ton fiery meteors (laughs) onto the head tops of every wicked man like what (laughs) no for real wow we have the love of god (laughs) like boom (laughs) no wow the love of god for real He's so good. He's so good. Let's just talk about that for a second. Because, like, honestly, God is so good. Like, I can't speak to the... Like, Trap, the whole... Jesus. Don't right? trap me. I love that video. <laughs> I am yes. not the one, the two, no. Right? <laughs> Trap, Jesus. <laughs> Don't trap me. <laughs> but he's so... He's so good. And wow. Like, like, even when I... Th- wow. When you put it into perspective like that, too, he sees everything behind closed doors. There's so much crap that's happening. All the... Inju- everything all the stuff that people don't talk about from their workplaces all the stuff that people can't talk about that's happening within their homes Mm. and their own family all of the abuse people yeah everything all of the mistreatment of children everything Mm. 
all the exploitation that's happening behind closed doors, open doors, behind the bench, above the bench, in the sky, on the airplane, (laughs) everything. (laughs) To see all of that, to hear all of that, to hear the literal cries of people crying out, help me. And like, uh, think about that. Like, what? That's insane, Through that, that, the amount of grace. You read those verses, right? Where it's talking Mm -hmm. about how you endure and it, and it, develops your character if you think about Mm. anybody's like inspirational story they have this like like you look back look at their stories and it's like i went through this kind of abuse or i had these like issues with mental health or i had like this was Mm -hmm. something that i overcame you know how much hope that gives other people as well too so it's not even hope for just yourself Mm -hmm. it's hope for others as well you know as our characters developing and all those different things and 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 we're building endurance to run this race like life is a race Mm -hmm. for real for real um wow that's dang just that's like so good 70 times seven that's how much forgiveness we get holy i know right more than that even like that's just like a day yeah <laughs> it's literally a day it's like daily forgiveness <laughs> 70 times seven. like yo. what well i think yo i can't i can't with that grace is a whole entire another episode that's, i feel like yo the yo. topic of that but you're right though you're right in saying that there's a lot of stuff that happens and God has a lot of grace for a lot of us, um, for every Literally, one of us. Literally, thank God for Jesus. No, for real. What he did on that cross. <laughs> thank God Eesh. for Jesus. Because, mm-hmm. woo! Woo! <laughs> woo! <laughs> Man, but yeah, this is, this is this was such a good chat, though, Em. I feel like we could probably yeah. wrap it up and have another conversation, many more conversations probably. that are kind of like this, but yeah. Mm-hmm. More of the story is. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> More of the story is. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> that's 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 what it is. pigmented is to foster a platform where people of all backgrounds can inspire each other share wisdom and their experiences we're going to be talking about the good the bad and the ugly and our hopes are to convey our stories in a healthy way with the intention of reaching other people here we believe that uncomfortability equals growth so this is a space to grow together and learn from each other through some really meaningful conversations and just as a disclaimer we only see the world through our own unique lens and ciao these shades are pigmented. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>